Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. Now in season two for both of your ears, because we aim to please. And speaking of aim to please, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, our sponsor, insert name here, our sponsor. This week's episode is brought to you also by the Diane Kruger effect once again because we still have a Kickstarter going. Check it out if you want. You might get something that you want, and you might pay for something you definitely do not want. My name is Jason. And my name is KJ, and in this week's episode, we kick it all off with a week in review, and I tell you about my extremely busy and exciting week. Unsurprisingly to absolutely no one, I don't remember any of that. Next up, We'll talk about what's trending now, which is also I don't remember. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happen. The things that happen. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Hey, what's up this week? Good. Good is up. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of sad. I mean, good is up. You know, we're both here and uh, we're uh, in relatively good health and all that. But I'm kind of sad. Because I binged Mrs. Maisel, finished it last night, and I already miss it. I heard it wasn't that good. Well, it's, it's not. It's definitely different than season one. Season one was really good. Season two, um, season two is a little bit more ridiculous, but still, I really liked it. And I miss it. I know how that sounds, how crazy that sounds. Get a I mean, life. You miss ridiculous. a TV show, but I do. It's a good show. Wasn't season one about a female comedian in like the fifties? Yeah. Yep. Okay, you're saying that's not ridiculous enough for you? Uh, no. Based on how the fifties were, <laughs> I'm not saying it was right. I'm saying reality. They must have had someone. When did Joan Rivers start in comedy? Um. Uh, because I Don't would know. say 50s might be a good guess on Joan Rivers. Probably. I'm just saying how the general treatment of women was up until, I mean, basically now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just it's talking ridiculous. about the storyline of where the show goes in season two is a little bit more ridiculous in how things happen, but it's still entertaining, which is oh, always okay. the key for me. Now, if it's not entertaining, I'm, I don't want to watch it. Uh, it doesn't have to be good as long as it's entertaining. Yes, and I can that's overlook. Your, that's your I, can, bar. <laughs> I can overlook ridiculousness if it's entertaining. Like, like you feel about Fast and the Furious, and Mark Schaefer mentioned this. Sure, it's ridiculous. You know that these things are not really possible, but it's still entertaining, and you and it's well done, and you like it. And I think Maisel is well done. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's well shot. Uh no, I take that back because the one episode I watched, that was my main problem with it was that I didn't like the cinematography. Oh, okay. It was, it, that's what bothered me. Well, I don't get hung up on cinematography. Yeah, I and the way pass. they were, the way they were directed to speak. 
the, the way direction were... of it. I didn't like the direction of the show. Like, not direction of like where the storyline and the plot was going, but the actual okay. person who directed it, I didn't like their choices that they made. Well, maybe they changed in season two. Maybe you'd like season two. I heard it was worse. Everything I'm reading say it's, it says it's been a disappointment. I didn't think so. I, I can okay. see what where people are saying that, but it's just, it's different. I still didn't think it was a disappointment. I found it wildly entertaining. And I read something that she is like hanging out with Lenny Bruce. Is that true? Yes, but that happened in season one too. Well, I watched one episode, so yes, I wouldn't know. that happened in season one, and it continues in season two. Also ridiculous, probably very highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. But I watch a lot of shows that are highly unlikely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, he was a real person. I mean, it's, yes. it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, some crazy futuristic thing. Speaking of which, I read a line, I can't even explain how I got to this. But I was on the Wikipedia page for The Running Man this week. The dance? No. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. The movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 80s <laughs> and Richard Dawson. Okay, I don't think I know that movie. Oh, my god! But I know the dance. <laughs> Never mind. Just forget it. What, what else are you going to say? Um. Well, I was just going to, I got to know. I, I had, it was a busy week here. I'm, you know, I it's been a big week here. I got a haircut. Uh, I got <laughs> I got the car serviced. I got my wedding ring repaired. I had a lot of stuff was, going on. Wait a minute. What? I understand haircuts. I uh-huh. understand the car. What's wrong with the wedding ring? What happened? Uh, well, after the Hall of Famer heard me get our wedding song wrong on last week's quiz, ripped off my ring, oh, threw no. it against the wall, <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the stones fell out. No. <laughs> No, that did not happen. One of I was my about to say. one of my stones fell out. Oh, probably six to eight months ago. And oh, came out of the ring. Yeah, one of them came out of the ring, and you know this the jeweler's up in Minneapolis, so we don't we don't downtown Minneapolis, so we don't get up there very often. Well, last week when we were up there for that concert, and I told you that we had to stay up there. And we were walking, we, we took Emmy along, and Emmy was barking at herself in the reflection of the city uh, mm-hmm. buildings. Well, we, we went into, the reason we went for a walk is because by the time we got there, there was no food that we found, so we, we decided to track down some food. So we took the Skyway system in Minneapolis, which to me is so brilliant in how they come up with Skyways. And we asked many people, can Emmy go on the Skyway? Can a dog go, are dogs allowed on the Skyway? And our hotel, not, we didn't have a concierge, but the guy at the front desk said, I think they are. We got a lot of looks with Emmy on the Skyway. But my point of all this story is that we walked off of the elevator and we're going to connect to the next building via Skyway. And I see our jeweler. And I said, isn't that where we got our ring? But this is, this is not the same building that it was. They had moved right after we got our ring. You mean like the company, not like the guy who did it? The company moved, and okay. I, we had no idea where the company you just moved. saw the guy, and you're like, I remember this guy. And I'm like, I wouldn't have any idea. No, we saw the storefront. Just happened upon the storefront in this Skyway system. 
And we had no idea where the store was because it moved. And so I said, well, I'm going to go in there and, and see if they'll can service my ring or fix the ring. And, that, and that's what happened. And that's how we found the jewelry, jeweler. And I went and picked it up this past week. Oh, okay. It, this, this story is some sort of, in my mind, amalgamation of like Old West and futuristic city. Because it's like we had we were snowed in. We had to you know scavenge for food, and we couldn't find any food. But then we took the futuristic skyplane yeah. and talked to the concierge at the hotel we stayed at, and it's like some cyberpunk future that in my mind now. What is a skyway? Oh, you don't know what a skyway is? I suppose you don't need a skyway I can in take Atlanta. A guess. It's um. Well, some might say you don't really need a skyway anywhere. You don't need one, but boy, are they nice in the winter. So it's a sort of a maze tunnel, but it's not a tunnel because it's above ground, um, connecting building to building all over the city, downtown Minneapolis. Oh, you mean a bridge? Well, yeah, they call it the Skyway, but I suppose I it's a, technically a bridge, yes. <laughs> yes, it's a covered, in, yes. enclosed thing, yes. And, I know what you're talking about. Uh, we got tons of looks, so I think dogs are not allowed in the Skyway. Why would, why, that makes no sense to me. Why wouldn't a dog be allowed on there? It made no sense to me either. It's just like walking outside. It's supposed to be a yeah. sidewalk. It's the replacement for the sidewalk when it's snowing or mm-hmm. really cold, right? That's mm-hmm. what I had in mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no one said anything to us, but the looks were, the looks were not, oh, what a cute dog. Of course, we know that people that we run into in Minnesota always like the golden retriever and they don't like the terrier. Yeah, I think they were just dis- disapproving of the dog breed. Yeah, probably. That was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> probably. But yeah, we just happened on that jewelry store, and I'm telling you, it felt a little like QE. Okay. <laughs> I know I wanted, it wasn't, but... Yeah, I want to go back to this because I wanted I would have liked to have been in that meeting where the person suggested calling it a Skyway. What would you like, call it? Because it's not in the... It's not in the... Okay, what would you call it? A I wouldn't bridge? call it anything. Why does it need a name? It's connecting buildings. I mean, it's you don't have to label the sidewalk as, you know, the the earthwalk. <laughs> well, because a lot of the ways that you access the skyway is via elevator, and so which button are you supposed to press? The be- elevator button says skyway. What are you is it supposed to be a nameless button? It could be the Mezzanine, the connector. So mezzanine, mezzanine is better than Skyway for a name. Because mezzanine is an actual thing. Now, is <laughs> Skyway? Is it like trademark, like Skyway TM? Not that is I know it of. Like capitalized S Skyway. Yes, yes, it is, and it's one okay. word. Yeah. See, I think their branding is what they're doing. Is what I'm getting at. So you don't think there's other cities? That have this type of system that call it a skyway? What would it be called? In, in a, someone else has to have this system. Or is Probably. this unique to Minneapolis? Mm, I doubt it's unique. because I've, I've been in cities that have this before. I think it's I pretty cool. But you can easily get lost is. in there. I'm making fun of the, they call it a skyway. I don't I'm care not what they call it. I'm making fun of the it. system itself. I call, if, as long as it takes me where I want to go out of the 10 degree weather, I'm happy about that. They can call it whatever they want. Yeah. Here in Atlanta, we just have, you know, earth paths. So. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten oh, lost in the Skyway a lot. Cretans. 
You how do you get lost in the skyway? Because it isn't as the buildings aren't laid out, you know, perfectly. So first of all, I'm not great with directions to begin with. Second of all, throw me up in some buildings and then I have to connect to another building and then my dire- sense of direction is all thrown off. Once I traverse the skyway, I can find my way back, but if I'm looking for something, I'm not always great at finding it the first time around. Do these not have like windows in them where you can see outside like glass? Yeah, they do. And yeah. sometimes well, when you can just look and see, okay, there's where I want to go. When you cross the street, there there are windows, they're transparent bridges. Right. But when you're inside a building, no, you're just in a corridor. And it looks like any other building that you're in. So you really have to pay attention to your surroundings. Yes, they have signs pointing you to different areas. <laughs> I was about to say. But it doesn't always point to where you want to go. It might say subway and you're not interested in subway. You want to go to the jeweler. So you, you're in trouble. Well, they're not subway sandwiches, every... not subway. That's called the light rail in Minneapolis, not subway. Ooh, another fancy term. Uh-huh. Yep. We're fancy in Minneapolis. You know, now I'm claiming that I live there. <laughs> Basically do. Yeah. But but that's what, that was a big week, and I got all three of those things done on the same day. That's all in Minneapolis. I went to the city. I left Emmy at home. I thought she couldn't handle two city trips in one week, two weeks, back to back. Oh, she was on the Skyway with you before when you went for the concert. Yes. And then you went again. To pick and, up the ring yeah. and to get my hair cut, yes, because I still go to Minneapolis to get my hair cut. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we had game night at the, we hosted a game night. At and, your house? Yeah. Game night's fun. I like board games. We had a, we had a great time. And we had good food and we ate bread. Eat it, Whole30. Was great. That sounds like the best part of that was the bread. Oh, it was outstanding. We had made some really good soups. Bread was excellent. Had some awesome dessert. It was a it was a it was a winning week over here. How about you? Uh, nothing. <laughs> okay. Still working on album stuff. Yeah. Well, it's past mm-hmm. December eleventh. <laughs> you know my stance on that. Yeah, I do. When's it done? When it's done. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's all I've been doing, though. I'm sure. I'm sure that takes a lot of time. Too much time, <laughs> some might say. Do you see the light at the end of the t- skyway? Well, it, it's, it has windows, so I see the light all the time. Yes. Okay. So maybe that's what's making me lose my direction. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> What's trending now? What's trending now? What's trending now? What's trending now? Right now. Now, what now? Now, what? now? What's trending now? What's trending now? What's trending now is Will. Aquarium, D-R-N-K-E-R, tweeted us an article from The Hollywood Reporter. And I think it's, the, well, let me bring it up. It's movies by 
favorite Christmas movie by state, right? Is that the uh, one? Not favorite, most streamed. Okay, what I'm saying, what I'm reading at the top of the map is favorite Christmas movie by oh, state. So okay. that's what I'm going with. All right, well, the article itself says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie as far as these states are concerned. Well, yeah, of course it is. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Yeah, we have, but I don't understand how that... Oh, because of the states. Okay, I got it. All right, so there's one, another one of these by state. You know, we've talked, last time we talked about one of these was Thanksgiving dishes. And Will said, Gremlins love ex- seems extreme revisionist, revisionist history, in my humble opinion. What say you? So I think he I said think that was... because Gremlins is listed as a favorite in something like six states. Yeah, it's a lot of states. I'm, I see a lot of Gremlins on here. A lot of, including your state. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm not responsible for what those crazy people do. <laughs> my state is White Christmas. And I have to disagree. If we're going by, you said, yeah, it does say favorite Christmas movie, but I think I saw somewhere that it was most streamed. But I suppose it would stand to reason that if it's most streamed, it's favorite, but maybe not necessarily, but we won't get into semantics. White Christmas I've never watched or streamed, so I can't get behind Minnesota's choice. It's, I think it's a, some people will, you know, say that's their favorite and, you know, live and die by it, but it's, it's one of those where, it's of a time, <laughs> and that time is yeah, long gone yeah. and way before mine. So I've never seen it either. We talked about the we talked about this in a slightly different context about a year ago. Now it was I think it was we listed our top three Christmas movies, which sure. meant that I had probably twenty. I think I had honorable mentions, but White Christmas yeah. I did not list. But we feedback we got suggested that many people like White Christmas. Yeah, and it makes sense you didn't list it since you've never seen it. That's that right, be, yeah. That would be tough to put in your top three if you've never seen it, so. Uh, another, my So is that, what, is that what limited to your amount of items on your list was just these are the Christmas movies I've seen? I've seen, yeah. They're all my favorites. <laughs> yeah. um, and my home state, also a movie that I haven't seen, Christmas in Connecticut. I have never heard of that. I haven't either. Um, but why would that be a favorite in... Montana. Montana. I don't know. Let's see. What is Connecticut's favorite? Trading places. <laughs> there we go. Connecticut people got their head on straight. Yeah. That's a good choice. Um, also, Hawaii chose trading places. Mm-hmm. New Jersey. Yeah. District of Columbia. Who else? Not a, not a state. Not a state. That's right. <laughs> and Shouldn't be on the map. Not a state. It looks like. Is it Pennsylvania? Does that also trading places? Yes. Okay. Um, Michigan, I, again, I don't know what Michigan's doing. I don't have any idea what movie this is. So I guess I can't say. Holiday Inn, is that what it is? Holiday Inn. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. I was going to bash on Michigan, but I guess I can't because maybe the movie is really good. But Holiday yeah, but- Inn? <laughs> That's a hotel chain. Yeah. It's not a movie. I mean, I'm sure it's a movie, but that sounds ridiculous. And I've, here's... Ne- I've heard of Christmas in Connecticut. I've heard of all the rest of these that, I've, that we've mentioned so far. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of Holiday Inn as a movie. I haven't either. Um, Idaho, How the Grinch Stole what? Christmas. Idaho, Utah. Yeah. 
How, How the, the Grinch, Grinch Stole, Stole Christmas, Christmas which was version? Uh, um, I don't know, but on my list last year, this was on there, and I'm the original cartoon version. Yeah, that's, that's the only acceptable answer to this. Although I've heard that new animated one is actually better than anticipated. Okay, the one that's out now, right? Uh, yeah, or it was recently out, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but still, I'm sure it's, you know, ridiculous, but the original, not the, certainly not the Jim Carrey one, please no. No, not the Jim Carrey one. You said you've heard of all of the ones we've talked about so far. Well, Vermont, right. I, I have not heard of Vermont's. Joyo Noel. <laughs> Joyo Noel. Thank you. When did, when did Vermont get relocated to France? I don't know. Have you heard of that movie? I've never heard of that. Joyo Noel. <laughs> what in the world is that? I don't know. What is going on in New England? I, John okay. Miller, what is going on in New England? So New People England, have lost their minds. Well, some of them. I mean, Trading Places is fine. A Christmas Story I can get behind. I finally yeah, watched yeah. that last year after our discussion. That was, that's the one with the leg lamp, correct? Uh, yes. Yep. Is Delaware part of New England? I don't know. What's considered part of New England? Uh, I know like Maine, Massachusetts. Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, um, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. Yeah, so I'm, that might be it. I'm fine with Massachusetts choice. With this Massachusetts. made my list last year. Love Actually. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's listed down the side here. Yeah, now I see yeah. it. Yeah, the state, these, there's, <laughs> these yeah, states are too small to, to put here. actual words in. Yeah. Uh, so Massachusetts Love Actually. I've never seen that. You're everything never I've going heard about that, that would everything I've heard about that indicates to me that I would hate it. So Yeah, you wouldn't you're not gonna want to see that. I've heard it's cornball and cheesy and people yep. don't like that. It's, it's basically should be a Hallmark movie. It's an honorary uh Hallmark movie. Yeah, it's close to it. Yep. And there's oh, another one that's like no. that called The Holiday, which I like. It's no. also one of those cheesy movies. The what only holiday the only Hallmark movie that I can support is Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. <laughs> yes. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 number one Hallmark movie all time. The rest of them can eat it. I don't think I've ever seen one Hallmark movie. I hadn't even seen that one, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm riding in for that one. Okay, so now Batman Returns. I think we had this discussion last year. <laughs> Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Yeah i I don't know about that one. I haven't. Does seen Does it, it actually take place at Christmas time? It. It must. I don't make remember. This it's list. been. I hadn't. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since. Well, I mean, I know Holiday Inn is on here. We're not even sure if people in Michigan were trying to book a hotel and accidentally, you know, picked a movie. The Holiday. <laughs> you know, it's a play on words, Jason. Holiday. Holiday Inn. Is it about? Is it like a nativity set kind of movie, like <laughs> the birth of Jesus? I have no idea. I don't. Holiday. I don't no think room I even at the want inn. to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batman Returns. That's the one with Mr. Freeze and, or is that the third one? I have Batman no Returns idea. is the Penguin, I think. Okay. Danny DeVito is Penguin. So it's, I hadn't seen this. I saw it like once or twice in the early 90s, like whenever it came out. And that's it. I haven't seen it since then. I didn't really like Batman Returns as much as the, certainly not as much as the first one. Apparently it's a Christmas movie because it made this list, so it must be true. Florida, Louisiana, and oh, wait a minute. California. <laughs> okay. They're the three states that I can see. Okay. Florida, California, and Louisiana are the three that picked it? Yes. Yeah. Then who knows? It's yeah. all bets are off. 
for those three states picking or doing anything. And Home Come Alone, on. Home Alone got a lot of Iowa yeah. picked Home Alone. I re- I watched that uh, a couple years ago. I probably talked about this last year and didn't realize that like. What you remember when you think about, or what I, I shouldn't put words in your mouth or thoughts in your head, um, with, what I think about when I think of Home Alone is, you know, Joe Pesci and uh, Daniel, is it Daniel Stern, is that who it is? Yes. Um, getting, you know, maimed by mm. Macaulay Culkin. Yep. With all his traps and stuff. That doesn't happen until like the last quarter of the movie. I know. I watched it like a couple of years ago with my kid, my son, who hadn't seen it. And he was like, this is boring. And I was like, oh, this is going to be funny. You're never going to like it because he likes when people get hurt because it's, <laughs> you know, it's a kid thing. They yeah. love it. My kids anyway love it when people like do like comedy. Not when somebody actually gets hurt, but like in a movie or something when it's meant to be funny, like a pratfall. They, they crack up. They yeah. love physical comedy. Yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Um, they, my daughter probably already actually likes people. Get hurt. <laughs> Getting hurt, but that's another story. Um, well, she's so, a destroyer. <laughs> yes. Uh, she doesn't understand pain. Um, so we watched it, and I'm like, this movie is boring. Even it when? It is slow until the very like last 20 minutes. Okay. Have I, you watched it recently? I haven't watched it recently. I forget. Because I, when you think about that movie, or when I think about that movie, I... Uh, you can tell me if you if you if your thoughts of it differ. Whenever anybody mentions Home Alone, that's the thing that I think about is them getting hit in the face with paint cans and stepping on you know tacks and stuff. Yeah, right? I think about that, and I also think about the face that Macaulay Culkin makes when he realizes he's at Home Alone, where he puts his hands his hands on his cheeks and screams. I, I think, think that's that. because he's putting aftershave on. Okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen the movie. And it burns him, burns okay. his face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind of stuff. But like the, the home invasion part of it doesn't happen until the, the very end. Well, as I said last year, and now I'm going to have to say it again, I need to put Home Alone back on my list to hmm. rewatch. Because last year I watched Trading Places. Yeah. And I watched A Christmas Carol. I tried to get Gremlins and I couldn't find it. A Christmas Carol or a Christmas Story? Oh, a Christmas Story. Okay, because a Christmas Carol is Ebenezer Scrooge, right? I watched that too. No, oh, which ver- which of the hundreds of versions that are out there? Um, boy, I don't. Can you name a Scrooge, uh, an actor who played Scrooge? What's the famous guy? Bill Murray. Oh, I watched Scrooged. Yes, yeah. last uh, year. Isn't that what it is? I don't know if he's actually called Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge in the movie, but that's, that's who he's playing. Um, yes. And then I'll go that... with... Um, Gosh, what is who, his name? What is the Mickey Mouse one? Who plays Scrooge in the Mickey Mouse one? I is haven't seen Buck? that one. Oh, it's... Uh, what's his face? Um, the rich uncle. What's his name? Of a... a... Moneybags McDuck. I can't think oh, of the guy's yeah, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen that one. Yes, I do, but I, I haven't. Scrooge his McDuck. Uncle. Isn't his name Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> Probably. That would make sense. <laughs> no, I've seen the one. Um, the, the Canadian actor that everybody thinks is British. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. No, an older man. The guy from Nickelback. <laughs> no. He, he, yeah, I don't remember. Justin, I, what's his face? The Prime Bieber. Minister. Oh, Justin Trudeau. Oh, no. <laughs> no, um, what's Alanis his name? Morissette. No. 
Carrie Underwood, isn't she Canadian? No, she's not. Shania Twain. Shania Twain, no. Um, Wayne Gretzky. No, think 80-year-olds. 80-year-olds. Christopher, Christopher... Um, Walken. No. Columbus. <laughs> no, he's a little more than 80 at this point. Cross. No. Guest. Christopher Plummer, that's his Plummer. name. Plummer. Oh, okay. I think he played the Scrooge in the movie he's that Canadian? I watched. Yes, he's Canadian. Oh. Everybody thinks he's learn British. every day. I just thought he was American. Uh, he's Canadian. So because I'm Americentric. Yeah, I think he's the. I think he played Scrooge in the one that I watched. And I also watched that makes sense. a very Muppet Christmas or whatever it was. Oh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. I think. Yeah, that's Ad, a good one too. If I remember right, Adam Benson really highly. Adam Benson was in that movie. He really. Adam Benson that we know. He, he Benson the comic. He suggested it last year, and I watched it. Oh, and I did okay. Like it. Um, but I did. Yeah, that's get a good one. To, that's one of my favorite ones of that story. Uh, it was good. The Disney one is okay too. The one where Scrooge McDuck plays Scrooge. Okay, I haven't seen that one. I also went yeah, back and watched Elf. Mm. And Elf was on my list, and it, it. I think I'll keep it there. I have no reason yeah, to move it off. I think it kind of holds up. There are some inappropriate things in Elf. Uh, one where he was watching her take a shower, um, or in the bathroom with her while she was showering, if I remember right. But for the most part, you know, it it holds up. Yeah, I mean, but it was a public bathroom. Yes, it was a public bathroom. Yeah, and, and now it's actually probably more acceptable now because more gender-neutral bathrooms are available. <laughs> yes, true. So it's actually more acceptable than it was, what, 15 years ago. And there is... Yeah, us going back... The way that we go back now and re-look at things through the lens of 2018 mm -hmm. is probably not a good idea. Right. Just, well, and that's what, he, I mean, he wasn't talking about the lens of 2018 when, when Will right. tweeted us about Gremlins. He just, oh no, he, so, he sounds like he didn't, never really liked it. And he thinks that people are rewatching it and liking it. I think people are claiming to like it that haven't seen it in 20 years. Yeah, that's me right here. That, that I think he's, he has a point. I think his point is this movie was not all that popular or... Nobody's really talking about it, but now people are talking about it. And so people are like, oh, yeah, I love that. Like nostalgia. It's yes. the nostalgia creeping yes. in when they haven't seen it in, you know, 30 years in some case. When did, when did it come out? Like mid 80s? Yeah, my guess is probably 85, 86. Yeah. So they haven't seen it since they were, you know, a kid or. Yep. Maybe in the 90s if they were, you know, a little bit younger. But it's a situation where. If you go back and watch it, it's not a terrible movie. It's not the greatest movie ever made. No. But it made my honorable mentions last year strictly from when I first watched it. And I right. I tried to revisit it last year and I'm going to I'm going to make it happen this year and then I'll let you know. I am interested to hear your update <laughs> on that and watch the second one too. Well, the second one I don't know if it takes place at Christmas or not. Oh, I don't even remember if I ever watched the second one. Oh, the second one is so bad. But in a in a good way. It's actually more enjoyable than the first one, I think, because it's so ridiculous. Okay. Well, let me it's get like when, let me get going on the first one first. Sure. Watch a double feature back to back. Oh gosh, I don't know. That's a lot of gremlins. Um, the other movie that's on here we talked about last year that I have not had a chance to watch is The Ref. Oh, with Dennis Leary. Yes, with Dennis Leary, and mm -hmm. um, I can't make out which state that is. West Virginia. West Virginia, okay. Is the one I see. I don't know if there's another one. 
I don't see another one. What is Main? What does Main say? I can't read it. The snowman. It the looks snowman. Like to me. What is that? I don't know, but there was a terrible movie that came out like this year or last year that was called The Snowman. Oh. That I never saw, but I it was like completely panned by critics. So I don't know if that's what it is or visit The Snowman. You ever seen that book, The Snowman, the an- and they made it into an animated like uh, short? I don't think so. It looks kind of like, um, um, it's cool. It has cool art. It's like cool. I like the drawing. I like, I like the art style a lot. Um, both my kids had that book and read it. Um, it's just like a picture book. It's like a book, one of those where you flip it through and you open up the little flaps inside the book mm, to find mm-hmm. the hidden stuff. Um, the I like one that those. We had. Yeah. But I, I know they made a short out of that. I don't think that's what they're talking about. I don't know. This could be, again, it's, it's an object. It's a thing. <laughs> or were they were people in Maine looking at the window and going, "Oh, there's a snowman out there," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, that's my favorite Christmas movie." Is this how people do in people Maine talk? in Maine talk like that? I don't think so. You I know think... what you want to do is you're never going to get there from here. That's the Maine accent right there. I think the Maine accent is similar to people in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, I was doing okay. the Maine version. Okay, it's the you can't get there from here. You ever? It's the trope in these stupid horror movies oh you, i don't watch you pull horror. up to the old you know decrepit gas station with the guy comes out and he hobbles out and there's like nobody there and it's the you know the teenagers going up you know we're going up to the cabin or we're going up to this place that we heard was haunted and the guy's like you could take that road or you could go over here can't get there from here that's a very <laughs> common okay my accent is terrible but that's a common trope in these movies okay meaning meaning it's going to he's be the, an adventure. He's the, he's the harbinger of doom for them, okay. is what I'm saying. All right. It's supposed to tell the audience, yes, these people are it. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it's going. Um, as if you didn't know that going into a horror movie. I don't watch horror movies. I just, it's a blanket statement, really. Hmm. I think there's a snowman horror movie, too, actually. So, th- again, this snowman, main, it could be multiple, multiple movies. Okay, so there are three movies so far on here that we've never heard of. The Snowman, or we're not sure. Or we're not sure which one they are. Yeah. Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. and Joel Noel. Joyeux Noel. Joyeux Noel. Is that the Plus only? Plus A Christmas Carol, which is uh, New Hampshire and Tennessee, and maybe some others that I don't see right off. We don't know which the, one. Yeah, that could be one of 20 or 30 movies. Yeah, same with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. However, that'd be more like three or four movies. Yeah. And, and here's what one. Is that? Oh, go ahead. South Dakota, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, the cartoon. If you're going to pick a cartoon, <laughs> it, has to be, it has to be Rudolph. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's the classic one. But have you seen this recently where people are saying... You shouldn't watch. We shouldn't watch that anymore because it's discriminatory against the other reindeer. It's it's the other reindeer being. Uh, it's discrimination against Rudolph. Well, that's and it's true. teaching kids the wrong message. No, that is stupid. I'm, the entire point of it is they were wrong <laughs> to discriminate against him. Yes. Yeah, so if you and watch that's what the, the thing whole is movie, saying, yes, you these watch the idiots whole movie. analyzing this stuff are like, well, that's discrimination. We shouldn't show that. No, when people are discriminating and then they're proven wrong, you should show that. That teaches kids the right yeah, lesson. Speaking of Peta, idiots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this I'm stuff just saying of being that, caught up too much in this crap, it's driving me crazy lately. I'm just saying that that is true, that the reindeer were bullying Rudolph. But in the end, you find out they learned their lesson and everybody's yes. happy. 
Yes. How about let that happen? If we insulate everybody from everything, nobody is going to learn anything. And yep. it's they're going to repeat the same mistakes that they could have learned from a cartoon. I, Give me a break with I this have, crap. I have not heard that. That was all over the Internet like the last couple of weeks. That's insane. Ridiculous. It's it's uh, that's on the level of the PETA thing to me. Yeah, sounds like it. I'll have to. Yep. No, I was I'm, I was going to say I'll have to look it up. But let's be honest, I'm no, not looking. Do that not. Do it's. I've just told you what it is. It's stupid. Okay, now there's two more that that I the best man holiday, um, Mississippi. I've seen the best man holiday. I know what that is. I have never heard of this in my life. Ah, uh, who's in it? Is this um, like the best man like wedding? Yes. Like, or there, is it like the best man like? I'm the best man. No, it's the best And it's like a holiday for who the best man is, and it's a competition where no determine who's the best man. And what happens at the end is the guy who's not the strongest or not the biggest or not the best looking, he's the most helpful and the most, you know, kind, and he ends up being the best man, and it teaches them a lesson. From what I remember, it's, no, it's about the best man and the wedding, and the wedding party gets together, and... They go through shenanigans, and it's all during oh, the Oh, shenanigans ensue. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, is Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mil- McRooney in this movie? No. Okay, is Julia Roberts in this movie? No. I want to say is Morris Chestnut. Amy Adams? No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, uh-uh. okay. Morris Chestnut, I think he's in it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember all the actors. Um, yeah, Tay I know Diggs you, is I have, in I have it. heard of this. Tay yeah, Diggs I was, is in I, it. That's what yeah. I was trying to think of, Tay Diggs. You're the guy that follows you? Yeah, on Twitter, yeah. yeah. And then the other movie, no, there's two. And about 70,000 other people. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm feeling bad because he has not followed me. Well, I mean, you just, once you get to this level, you just have to. Apparently, you know, he follows on yeah. Instagram, too. Oh, yeah. I don't have an Instagram. I, I do, but I don't. That's not. That's, not, that's for me and not everybody else. Yeah. Okay, now the, there's two here that while you were sleeping, I don't recall that being a Christmas movie. That. Is less of a Christmas movie than anything else we've talked about so far. Less of me. a Christmas movie than Die Hard? Well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And Edward Scissor's hand, Scissor Hands, I didn't re- also remember, was, I didn't know was a Christmas movie or didn't remember that. Yeah, me either. And, and I've actually seen that. The Apartment. That was Alaska's Choice and also New York. I think that's the that's only That's weird. Two. Uh, the apartment. I, I'm assuming they're referring what to. What are you the, doing, Anita? Yeah, I'm assuming they're referring to the movies from like the 50s with uh, Shirley MacLaine. I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it's like in it like a Neil Simon play. I have not seen it. I haven't either, but I'm. I mean, I'm assuming that that's the only one I've heard of called The Apartment, unless it's you know some horror movie that happens at Christmas where yeah. they lock people in an apartment and kill them. Yeah, you're on this horror thing today. Me. Well, I mean. I'm looking at The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is actually not a horror movie. Yeah, there's there's list. a couple. Uh, yeah, The Night Before. Rhode Island chose The Night Before. I don't even know what that is. The Night I Before. I also do not know what that is. So there's movies in here that we have no idea about. And that I will never see. Yeah. I'm not seeing Holiday Inn. I'm actually going to go look up on IMDb and see what that is later. Well. Because that seems ridiculous. And Joy... Joyeux Noel. Yeah. What are you doing, Vermont? J-O-Y-E-U-X-N-O-E-L. 
yeah, I, this run of gremlins on the southeast coast too bothers me. Uh, there's Georgia, a few of them. both Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, there's more. There's uh, uh, gremlins might be the number one. Oklahoma, Texas. Oh yeah, Texas. What is that? Uh, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, yeah, Colorado. And then uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, six gremlins. Mm-hmm. Die Hard is Die Hard is more spread out. Washington State has Die Hard. Uh, Wisconsin picked Die Hard. V- Vermont has Die Hard. So it's all over the place. Missouri. West Coast, Midwest, and East Coast. But Gremlins yeah. is all over the Southeast, except for Colorado. Yeah, what is, what is going on with that? I don't know. I'll let you know after I revisit it. You're going to re-re-watch it? I'm going to re-re... I'm going to re-re-watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this time of year because I don't typically watch Christmas movies anymore, but I, I like that we're talking about this because it gets me energized to watch Christmas movies. This just makes me not want to watch any of these. Yeah. Now, Bad <laughs> Santa. Like, come on. Bad Santa. Yeah. Is that um, Nebraska or Nebraska or it? it's right under South Dakota? Is that Nebraska or uh, Kansas? I think it's Nebraska. I don't know. I hadn't been there, so I can't tell you. Yeah. I think it's Nebraska, too, because it's next yeah. to... So Iowa's Home Alone, and Nebraska is Bad Santa. I mm-hmm. am okay with that. I like that movie. Yeah, it's okay. It's not as hilarious as people claimed it was that told me. were like, you got to see this. And I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. Billy Bob Thornton and... Mm-hmm. Was it Cedric the Entertainer? I don't remember. No, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good movie. So there we go. Okay. Those are the most, uh, what is it called? Favorite Christmas Favorite movie, Christmas by, movie state. by state. I can't honestly tell you, I cannot remember what I picked for my top Christmas movie last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I picked. Um, Die Hard? Yes. Yeah. Maybe my favorite non-Christmas movie. Movie. I, I really like Die Hard, and I'm glad I, mm. I went and rewatched it last year. Because it still yeah, holds great. up. Oh, yes. It, not only does it hold up, it kicked off a run of basically every action movie, even anywhere in that genre. It created a genre of action movie. It created a, ty- a, mm-hmm. a type yeah. and a style of action movie that we still do today. I mean, Rock's making Skyscraper or whatever that last one he came out with where he had yes. the prosthetic leg. Yeah, yeah, which I haven't seen that, and I'm not going to see that. No, I'm not going to see that either. Because I heard that was really bad. Okay, my, my goal for this year is to rewatch Gremlins. Okay. Um, I can't, I don't want to see The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't want to see The Night Before. Maybe Have I'll watch... Have you seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Before? No. It's not, it's not a horror movie. It's, Who, who's um, in it? Tim Burton. It's animated. Oh, uh-huh. I might it's have Jack seen Jack Skellington that. is the star of the movie. I might have seen that. I'm sure Johnny Depp and what's her face? Um, oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. Is at voices. What's her name? Um The only thing that comes to mind is Winona Ryder. Well, I mean that's that's not who I'm thinking of, but yeah, she's probably in it. And what, what the crap is her name? She's in a lot of his movies too. In like a, Sleepy Hollow and all that stuff. Johnny Depp's movies? 
No, in Tim Burton movies. Oh. Susan Sarandon. Helena Bonham Carter is what I'm trying to think of. Oh, she's in Harry Potter. She is? Yeah. She plays... Never seen it. Bellatrix. Bellatrix something. One of the villains. Yeah, it's... I tried to watch the first one of those and was like, nah, I'm out. Oh, I loved them all. I liked watching the kids grow up. If you go to Harry Potter 1, they are so little in that movie. Yeah, I'm just not... I just didn't think it was very good. Well, it's probably not very good. Again, now we're going back 15 years since I've seen the Harry Potter or whatever it came out. It has to has be at least 15 long, really? years. It has to be, don't you think? It's been around for a long time. Probably. There's like, what, eight or nine movies? Eight? Seven, like I that. think. Yeah. Oh, and the other, the, lastly, the movie that, so I'm going to rewatch Gremlins, and I'm going to mm-hmm. rewatch, uh, probably watch for the first time The Ref. Yeah. Those are, I'm going to start with those two, and then I'll go from there. Unless you someone. You may not make it past Gremlins. <laughs> you may, you may tap not, out at Gremlins. Unless some, someone listening has other suggestions for movies that I should watch or rewatch. I might, I might be swayed on that. Die Hard again, always. Yes. Die Hard, I would watch again. Die Hard was great. If you really want to, you know, not actually do it for entertainment purposes, but do it for research for the podcast purposes, mm-hmm. watch Batman Returns again. Because I'm not. I've going. never seen Batman Returns. I'm not going to watch really? that. I haven't seen you, the Batman. It's just Batman, but yeah. Yeah, not the Batman. The I, Batman. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Batman. Batman and Spider Man, attorneys at law. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to see that. Ba- I don't like the Batman Returns. I don't like the Batman. <laughs> Did you not see Which the Christopher Batman? Nolan ones? The one with, with um, Keaton this or is, the one with This Affleck? is Michael Keaton. Okay. This is Michael Keaton. Oh, no. Do not watch those Justice League movies. Those are terrible. Oh, that's what it is? Justice League? Yeah. yeah. But you haven't seen the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? I don't think I have. Oh, man. You hadn't seen Is that with Heath Dark Ledger Knight, with Heath and Ledger? Dark Knight? Yeah. No. No, I haven't. I don't think that movie is as good as people claim it to be. I actually prefer the first one, Batman Begins. Okay. For the, like, how it's, because the Dark Knight is too, it's too long. It's not paced well to me. It's too much. But Heath Ledger in that movie, you have to see that movie just to see what he does in that movie. Well, I've heard he was excellent in it. He's the best ever. That is the best, like, superhero villain portrayal ever. And it's not even close. And it is, people say, you know, it's iconic. It is literally iconic. It is, I mean... Obviously, him dying, you know, before he got the Oscar for that mm-hmm. is, you know, changes it, you know, makes people, you know, remember it, you know, more fondly. Sure. Even if not for, if he's still alive today, it's still considered one of the greatest portrayals in a superhero movie, certainly. And it's the greatest, one of the greatest acting jobs I've ever seen. He's amazing in that movie. He, he becomes a different person. Did he win? He won the Oscar posthumously, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what Pretty I thought. Pretty sure. Didn't his yeah. wife at the time, Michelle Williams, or his Michelle ex-wife Williams. at that time, think, uh, accept it you know, for him? Significant other. Mm-hmm. Call it whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. So you're saying that his performance, where he becomes the other person, is better than any Joaquin Phoenix, where he you know, immerses himself, and or Daniel Day-Lewis, who immerses himself in yes. all the roles that he does? Yeah. Okay. Get out of here with Joaquin Phoenix. 
Well, I figured you'd have that response to Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, he's a good actor. Yep. But uh, yeah, he he that that whatever it is it's um what what's the movie where he did all the you know extracurricular outside of the movie went on Letterman and did crazy stuff. What's I don't know. I never saw it. Where he he you know grew, what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Grew yeah. the giant beard the and beard, like yeah, and literally made it seem like he was having a meltdown. And honestly, I'm still not sure if it was or not. He did very like an Andy Kaufman-esque thing, just yes. not as clever as or as, you know, uh, well done as Andy Kaufman ever did. So it's it's just kind of like you're doing what this other guy did 20 years ago and you're not doing it as well. You need to stop. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, jo- Joaquin Phoenix, for me, I'll always think of Walk the Line, which I do think he was excellent in. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was great. He's a really good actor. He's one of the best actors, you know, working today, but he's not transcendent it it's that that movie hurt him in my eyes it's not it he that was not a good idea no that whatever the no. name of that thing is people just thought this he was is crazy. me or something like that you know this is us <laughs> i know that's a this a is us idea. i cannot i love this is us but i can't watch it i haven't watched a single episode this season because i don't want to cry i refuse I to cry watch TV every shows. episode yeah I don't mind. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to cry at any of it. I'm refuse to watch shows that are purposely their only goal is to manipulate your emotions. That's ridiculous. Anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's. I can't get, bring myself to watch it, even though I really like it. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I'm tired of crying all the time. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's, it's a guaranteed it's cry fest, is what it is for me. See, I don't get into it like that. But different stuff gets me, so I understand yeah. some certain things get people. Uh, but yeah, the you need to watch The Dark Knight. But I would watch Batman Begins first because that's a better movie, even though most people don't think so. And Dark Knight Rises is also okay. I like that one. Christopher Nolan Batman movies are good. But see, I'm huge Christopher Nolan as a director fan. So, I mean. But Batman Returns is not part of this. Christopher no, Nolan. Batman Returns is Tim Burton. Okay. Who did Nightmare Before Christmas that we were talking about. And yes. Edward Scissorhands. Okay. So, Tim Burton has, Tim Burton is very, I just thought about that, is very highly represented on this map. I guess so. Who I do not really care for all that much. Tim Burton is not who I thought he was because who's the guy that used to be married to Susan Sarandon from Shawshank? Tim Robbins. Yes. So when you yes. said the Tim Burton, I <laughs> commented that it's Susan Sarandon. You're like, no, Helena Bonham Carter. I was yeah. thinking Tim Robbins. Yeah. Tim Robbins also directed, I think, a few movies. I think he does a lot of directing. Yeah. Now. But yeah, Tim Burton, Tim Burton did Nightmare Before Christmas. He did Ever Scissorhands. He did Batman Returns, Batman. He, I don't know if he did any after Batman Returns because they kept going with that when Clooney and then Val Kilmer uh, jumped in mm-hmm. as Batman. And I think Joel Schumacher directed a few of those after Batman Returns. But anyway, and Tim Burton also directed your favorite movie of all time. Ferris Bueller? Goonies? No. Your favorite movie of all time. Oh, come on. Beverly Hills Cop? Beetlejuice. Oh, God, that's right. I knew that, too. <laughs> that's what I should rewatch is Beetlejuice. Yeah, it's actually good. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's the good Tim Burton. It's the good weird. I've Ever seen since that one. Hands is okay, but it's a little on the line. And then The Nightmare Before Christmas, I'm not into at all. Okay. But, yeah, Beetlejuice. So, rewatch Gremlins, which that's probably going to be the end of this, so we're not going to have to. <laughs> list the rest of these because you're going to watch it and go, oh boy, you might be I like right. this thing. Yeah, because it's 
It's super cornball cheesy now. Oh, well, maybe I'd like it. No, not in a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then it was okay in the 80s. This is what I said in the tweet. It's okay in the 80s when it came out. It wasn't as hugely popular. It was more popular because it was weird and different and um, something people hadn't seen before. Uh-huh. It wasn't weird and popular. It wasn't popular because it was actually a great movie. And now people are looking back going, hey, this isn't a great movie. And I'm like, you need to watch this again. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not Citizen Kane. Okay. Well, I will, I'm going to start with that one if I can find it. Last year, I was yeah. unsuccessful in finding it. And I'm not paying money for it. I'm not going to rent it. Oh, then you might not be able to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this may end for multiple reasons with Gremlins. Yeah, it might. So the Grim- Gremlins, the ref. Okay. Yep. Gremlins 2. <laughs> we'll see about that one. Batman Returns. We'll see about that one. Die Hard. I probably won't get to that. Watched it and last Beetlejuice. year. Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice, I might get to. I actually have seen Beetlejuice. So that'll have to be a rewatch. It's an it's a entertaining, fun movie to watch. It's actually more fun to me now, I think, than it was when it came out. Because when it came out, I was younger. And it was just so weird. I was like, I'm into this because it's weird. But now looking back on it, I'm like, there's some brilliant stuff in this movie. Okay. I mean, that movie got Tim Burton a bunch of movies. It gave him a career, which, I mean, it's a toss-up whether that was a good idea or not. <laughs> to oh, me. Must have been for Batman, or, um, Beetlejuice. Yeah, but that's, you're, you got Beetlejuice on one end, and you got you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, on the, and all this Johnny Depp love on the other end, and which, which is weighing more on the scale. I think it's tilting more towards the negative at the moment. Tim Burton did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The newer one with Johnny Depp. Oh, I'm not watching that. Pretty. Oh, I'm not watching that either. I saw like 10 minutes of it on like YouTube and was like, this is terrible. The Gene Wilder one's the only one I need to see. Yes, they should not have remade that. Veruca Salt. Yes. I'll never Violet. Forget. Yeah. Violet. What's her face? I don't know. That's her name. Violet. What's her face? <laughs> the one that is she the one that turns into the blueberry? Yes, she is. Violet Bickerstaff. Is that her name? That's what comes to my mind. I don't know. If I get that right, I think is I should quit all Bernie? quizzes for the rest of my life. Um, I'm going to say Violet Beauregard. I'm going to stick with Bickerstaff. I have no idea. Veruca Salt, though, is definitely right. Thank you. Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because... Uh, Bonnie Burko. No. Oh. They're a band. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Bonnie brought that up in one of her appearances on this podcast, though, I'm pretty oh, definitely. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she pulled that one. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this <laughs> recap of our last two years of Christmas podcast. <laughs> yes. The ghosts of Christmas past. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. Go watch the movies. Okay. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, everyone out there that's listening. And if you're not listening, then I'm not talking to you because you wouldn't be hearing me. Side note, if no one listens to a person speaking into a mic, is that person actually talking? I guess not, since nobody's answering me, so I guess that answer is no. Well, that solves that. 
If you'd like to help us solve more problems, send us some feedback. Not that we're going to change anything that we're doing necessarily, but you know, we still like to hear what you have to say. We value your input as a consumer of this podcast. Join the conversation. Sorry, I blacked out there for a minute. What happened? Oh, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents or via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Send some stuff in. Are you humans? Do we have any feedback this week? Yes, we, we do have feedback. Um, we'll start with some tweets. And speaking of PETA uh, and our mm-hmm. discussion about PETA last week, first from Jeff Kenton at Jay Kenton. Feed two birds with one scone? Feeding birds baked goods is as much a bad idea as feeding a fed horse. Yep. PETA does not advertise itself as a think tank, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right, because that's, I was telling uh, Jason's wife about this, and she's like, if you fed a pastry to a bird, yeah. it's likely to kill it. I know. I don't know how we missed that one when we were talking. So basically, kill two birds with one scone is what they're saying. Exactly. Which I'm okay with. Not killing the birds, but the saying. Because look, this, the, this is so frustrating that there are people out there who think it's a good idea to waste time putting out some garbage like this, like Peter did. And I'm very happy that the internet did what the internet does and yeah. crushed them. They did. They really did crush them. And I didn't spend more than three minutes. I didn't have to look far to find uh-uh. a crushing <laughs> yeah, it's comment. Awful. It came to me. I didn't have yeah. to even go out and search it out. <laughs> I still, I just, I, I am going to stand by my claim that I have, I just do not think this is real. I cannot think that any organization. Wasn't it on the PETA account? I know, but when I say real, I mean, they're not serious. I cannot think that any organization would be this stupid. I Hello. choose not to think. Knock, knock. Who's there? Peter, let me introduce them to you, KJ. This is what they do. <laughs> I just, I this choose to think move. that people aren't so stupid. Oh, people are even dumber now than they were years ago when Peter got started and did this stuff back then. It's gotten worse. It's, it's what I was talking about before that I honestly don't remember what I said, but was like, oh, it's the viewing the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cartoon from the 50s uh-huh. through the... Well, that was, you know, that's discrimination against yeah. Rudolph. We shouldn't teach kids about discrimination. You idiot, watch to the end of the 20 minutes. Do you not have enough attention span to watch to the end to realize the point that they're making is discrimination is and bullying people is bad, even when it's a fake deer claymated with a red nose? Give me a break. Well, that is a legitimate... There are other things in the world to worry about than this nonsense. Yes, and but that is a legitimate thing. People's attention span is way down. Yeah. I saw somebody tweet something this week, and I can't remember. I wish I could remember who it is. This is, this is uh, feedback that I'm not going to credit to the person because I can't remember who <laughs> did okay, but okay. was like basically millennials are having to take classes. And look, I'm not saying this is all millennials. I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying... People, t- if pe- people having to take classes because they didn't know how to balance a budget, to cook for themselves, to do any kind of laundry, to basically do the basics that you need to do to live on your own, 
I'm not blaming these people if that's true. First off, I think it's a bunch of crap. I think these articles are scoping in on the very minor percentage of a group of that generation Mm -hmm. that don't have these skills. And maybe it's a little bit larger than, you know, it was for, say, our generation or, you know, the generation, you know, older than us. But it's not all of them. And to write an article that says, oh, these people don't know how to take care of themselves, so they have to take classes. You know whose fault that is? That's their freaking parents' fault. Uh huh. That didn't yeah. teach them anything. So it, they should be, the article should be about, hey, you dumb parents in your 40s and 50s that, that didn't teach these kids basic life skills. Give me a break. Yeah, that's wrong with ridiculous. people. Yeah, it's all and but if it's look, true, all this that's stuff scary is for our world. If people don't know how to take basic needs to take care of themselves, no matter whose fault it is. Well, yeah, and it's like, uh, well, it's what it is. It's there's a small percentage of it that is true, but the majority of my problem with this is the way that it's being reported, and I put reported in major air quotes. Uh huh. Yeah. The way that this is being reported and presented on social media and in news, also in quotes, is, oh, these millennials are failures. Look how pitiful they are. No, it's not their failure if they haven't been taught basic life skills, number one. Number two, it is not all of them. It is not even a large percentage in my mind because there are plenty of people out there who are living and handling stuff. And number three, is that three or four? I don't remember. I think you're on three. Number three or four. If they're unable to make a living and because ha- you hear all the time, all these millennials, they all have to live with their parents because they can't afford to get their own place because they're having to, you know, not able to make enough money. Guess whose fault that is? That's our society's fault. The older people, us and older, who have made it impossible for 20 year olds because you teach them go to college and pay all this money and get into debt and then you'll get a job. No, it doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah, it's changing. Tell them how the world is, not how you want it to be. And help them instead of giving them a false, you know, interpretation of how things are so that they will be able to work and improve themselves and get jobs and support themselves. Because it's it's only going to get worse the more we try to shelter and hide people. Well, you know, we're all snowflakes. Yes, that's the problem. Uh Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. What were we talking about? PETA. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and also about the the Arpita discussion. Luke Overby, Young Stats, Dr. Mystery at Luke Overby. Yeah, yeah. Said in the discussion regarding Peta, KJ also used several non-animal related idioms. <laughs> I'm sorry to be the one to have to say this, but words matter. <laughs> and he created words a matter, chart, KJ. much like the original chart that Peta created. And the title of the chart is Stop Using Anti-Human Language. (laughs) And then in the one column on the left, instead of, and it's all in red, like don't say it. Instead Mm -hmm. of saying this, say, and then he gives a new phrase in green. So he gives two. Apparently I said these last week. Instead of digging your own grave, did you want to do the other side? Like we did. Digging your own cave. Yeah. And, And then instead of shooting themselves in the foot... Shooing themselves for the foot. <laughs> <laughs> this made me laugh. This made this me good. laugh so much yeah. because yeah. <laughs> I do recall saying shooting themselves in the foot. I don't yeah. recall saying digging your own grave. But I, if I was, I think I was still talking about PETA in both of these. Probably. Oh, he does say in the discussion regarding PETA. Yeah. yeah. Anti-human language. Anti-human yes. language. <laughs> Yeah, this is about as 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, this this matters about as much as the PETA one. That's what I'm saying. This is yeah. This is actually more relevant than the PETA one, which Digging is ridiculous. And he's cave. And he's making a complete joke. I know he is. Peter's yeah. trying to be serious. Well, yeah, and I also like that he pointed out that it's idioms. Yes, but Mark Schaefer clarified that it can be both. Yeah. It is both, but it yeah. is we were we were saying metaphor, and it's yes. actually idioms. It's an idiom that is some of them are metaphor. Yes, some of them are metaphorical. Yes. And I'm happy with calling them either because they're yeah. close enough. Idioms for idiots. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're actually following this stuff. Uh, so thank fa- you, Luke, for that <laughs> yes. because that made me really laugh. Did you see the one that was the uh, stop using anti-New Yorker language? No, I didn't. And it was, it was like six or seven things on the, in the red on the, instead of saying this. And it was instead of saying, hey, how are you? Instead of saying stuff like, Hey, how are you? Or, you know, how are you doing today? Or is there anything I can help you with? Or I got a problem with you on this. Or you shouldn't do that. Or I'm coming after you. It was all, you good? <laughs> oh, I've heard of that before. So it was yeah. like, you good? Yeah. You good? You good? <laughs> hey, you good? Which is pretty funny. Yeah, that I've heard that phrase before, you good. And it's basically, yeah. don't talk to me. But it's hello, everything. It's, it's it's a greedy. It. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's aloha funny. for New York. Yeah. Plus, it means like it can be a threat. It can uh-huh. be you know, uh, uh, I love you. I hate you. It's yeah. everything. Um, okay, so about the quiz we took last week, we got mm-hmm. an email from Patrick Smith, the writer of that quiz. Oh, excellent! And within that email, he clarified for us what the ultimate revenge was that Shania Twain got on ex husband Mutt Lang. Yeah, Jason's wife told me this afterwards, but oh, I, will, I, will, I will comment after you read the email. Okay. Upon discovering that her husband, Mutt Lang, had an affair with her best friend, Marie Ann Thibode, Shania Twain divorced him. Six months after the divorce was finalized, it was announced that Shania Twain was engaged to Frederic Thibode, the ex-husband of Marie Ann. This is mm. how she got the ultimate revenge on her unfaithful husband, Mutt Lang. See... I can appreciate that, but I will, <laughs> I will echo what Jason's wife said, which is, that ain't the ultimate revenge. Well, it's, the ultimate revenge is what we talked about yeah, last the, week. The ultimate revenge, yes. You know, yep. murder. Yeah, uh, you know. That's the ultimate. Uh, yeah. This, uh, is, this is one way of doing it. This is like the two baseball players in like, what was it, the 70s who swapped wives? I don't know that story. I think they did it agreeably, though. And how did the, did the wives agree? Yeah, I think they all, they were like friends. They were on the same team. I think it was a pitcher. It might have been two pitchers. This is a famous thing. Whereas, and I can't remember the guy's names. Okay. But like, they were married, they're married to two different women. And then they swapped and married each other's, the women married the other guy. Each, the other guy. It's, yeah. It was a, oh, so imagine that happening in 2018 with the internet and the way 24-hour news cycles uh-huh. are. Well, you know, I th- now that you mention that, I think there wasn't there a stupid reality show a couple years ago called Wife Swap? Yeah, but that was like you take you go and live with the other person's oh. spouse for like a month or a week or okay. whatever. And that was all manufactured. And it's look. Reality shows are the demise of our society. Yes, we've had this discussion before yes. too. Yes. And it is being brought on and precipitated faster. Year by year. Uh, We're going to get to this. It's not going to take long. I was talking about the running man before. I'll complete that thought. 
I read on the Wikipedia page, it was basically, it said, the first line of the plot of that movie is, in 2017, the United States has become a cultural and um, governmental dictatorship, and freedom has been taken away from people, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And this movie was made when? In the 80s. And they picked 2017. They picked 2017. <laughs> and it basically went in the next sentence is something like, you know, so society turned to creating TV shows out of reality and putting people in situations where criminals were, you know, killed by professional killers on the TV show. And I'm like, we're not very far from that in reality. Yeah. Reality TV shows. Yeah. We're headed that path. Um, I, I could see it happening in our lifetime where... Instead of executing criminals, criminals get the or cho- they get a choice of okay. Do you want to be in prison for the rest of your life, or do you want to go on this show where you may get murdered, <laughs> but if you win, if you get out, if you escape, you're free. It sounds like the Hunger Games. It really is. Uh-huh. That's, uh huh. That's you need to watch the Running Man. It's actually a good. It's a good satirical '80s action movie. Have you seen it lately? Does it hold up? Is this a Gremlin uh, uh, yeah, situation? Yeah, actually, I saw it, I saw it several years ago. So yeah, okay. I've seen it since. After 2005, I will okay. say. Um, okay, back to the another tweet about the quiz from Adam. Speaking of Adam Benson, at Adam Benson, at Benson underscore the comic. It's not at mm. Adam Benson. At Benson underscore the comic. Two things. One, KJ, I can't believe you forgot your wedding song. Two, Jason, you are 100% correct on country music. Excellent. I don't even know what I said. I'm just glad you agree with me. Um. I don't know exactly what you said either, but I think it was along the really lines of country remember. music stinks and anybody can write it. I think I probably said it's easier to write than other yeah. stuff, which that, yes, that I agree with. Um, I mean, I agree. Obviously, I agree with myself. I mean, <laughs> that's wouldn't? good. It's good that you're not reversing your position. Yeah. Uh, Jolene Wojcik. If I was wrong, I would, but, you know, I'll let you know when that happens. Okay. Uh, Jolene Wojcik <laughs> at J-M-R-W-O-J-C-I-K. I did get Sugarland right away, despite not listening to country music. Your discussion on that one made me laugh. But my favorite part of this episode is Emmy barking at the quote-unquote other dogs on her walks through the city. <laughs> Cute dog sticking out his tongue emoji. Nice. I, I'm glad that Jolene listened and put in the emojis. Yes. That's good. Excellent. That's bonus points. I want to go back to what Adam said, though. Okay, go back to what Adam said. Talking about, I can't believe you forgot your wedding song. I think uh-huh. I tweeted this. Yep. I have no idea. What your I could not song? tell you any song that was sang at my wedding. And I don't think that's a problem. As I said in Twitter, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, it was 20, almost 25 years ago now. And we have lived a life together since then, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Well, mine was only four who years cares? ago. But still, who cares? So what is your, when you think of wedding song. Mm-hmm. That might be the wrong descriptor. I mean, I that was the our first dance song. I mean, yeah, that's a. I would say that's a wedding yeah. song. And yeah, and again, I remember the song. I just don't remember it when someone's speaking monotone lyrics to me. I, right, right. So, well, I mean, words matter, KJ. I know they do. I figured that out. If I didn't know that already, I know now. I told you my ring, my wedding ring was broken. Yes, <laughs> um, symbolism. You got it fixed, though. That's the important part. Yes. Um, I lost a wedding ring the first year we were married. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. On an airplane in Chicago is where I think I lost it. That sounds like some sort of movie or 
screenplay beginning on an it airplane really in Chicago. Yeah, interior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really it that's what happened, but anyway, um the the wedding song thing that I think about, and when I think about wedding songs now, I think about songs that people have asked me to sing and play at oh, weddings uh-huh, yeah. in the past, you know, 10 years, 15 yep. years. So that's, that's the first thing. And they're usually, honestly, cheesy songs to me. But anyway. Well, most wedding songs are cheesy, aren't they? Mm, not the good ones. Okay. Um, all right. Somehow, I don't remember how, but during that quiz, we went on a tangent about Canadian football? Yes, we did. Oh, maybe it was when we were talking about Shania Twain because she's from Canada. Yeah, and she sang at the Grey Cup, the Canadian yes. Super Bowl. okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. James Cunningham has sent in a clarification. Or, oh. I don't know, maybe it's a correction. James Cunningham at James IV 1978. Now, I'm not one to relish correcting Jason. However, mm-hmm. the original form of football, the 1880s, looked more like rugby than what we know now. However, if you were discussing the modern era, post-1933, and the dimensions of the field have not changed. Hmm. I don't understand. He ends a sentence with, however, if you were discussing the modern era, post-1933. Period. Period. There's no, what do we, I don't, yeah, I don't well, think he I, finished I need a, that I need a thought. I need, a, I need a clarification <laughs> on, on this, this correction, correction before I comment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he finished that thought. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure what. Yeah, yeah, he's probably right. It definitely looked like more like rugby because there's not really much passing. You know, certainly not compared to the Air Force show that we have now in the NFL. True. But what I'm saying is, my my point in that is that most things, most people in America look at stuff that Canada has that's similar to America that's just slightly different that we consider just like slightly off or weird. Not that it's weird, but it's just different, and. Say, think that we invented everything because we're, you know, people in America are very, you know, Americentric. Mm-hmm. And they think we did everything first when we're one of the youngest countries in the history of the world. We should shut up and probably listen to other people sometimes and not try to say we did everything awesome and we're great and we invented everything and everybody else took our stuff and changed it. No, typically we took stuff from other people, even the people who the, this land that we're standing on belongs to officially. Yes. That, that's how we created America. I mean, give me a break. However, I will say, Canadian bacon, come on. It's ham. Right. So if you're in Canada, do you call ham American bacon? Um, I don't know. So do we call it, is it, is it call called it Canadian ham. bacon? See, this is, where, this is where history is written by the victors. <laughs> comes in because okay. America seems to have come out on top in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and is considered the, you know, the de facto, you know, standard for some reason now that, I mean, in America's in a lot of great things and taking a lot of things, but America kind of did to football and to everything else what like Elvis did to blues music- musicians in the fifties. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit last yeah. week. Yeah. So it's, it's, it still applies. It's the, just because America took it and made it take off and made it popular did not, does not mean America invented it. Right. Oh, yeah. And America invented plenty of stuff. But to say that we, my whole point is don't, don't just because it's the American way of doing it, don't think that we invented it and everybody else took it and does a subset weird version of it. 
Yeah. Most of it is we took it and changed it. And just because we made it popular from there, we're given credit. America is given credit for the version. And honestly, only inside of America. Most stuff outside of America, other countries look at us and go, they're doing this a weird way. I guess it's their American weirdness. It's just because we're inside the bubble of America that we view this this way. And so that's basically what James is saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, <laughs> not really. No. I'm not oh, saying I'm not sure what he's saying with the however, we if you were discussing the modern post-era period. Yeah. I don't know what that we means. We do need a clarification on what he means here. Right. But yeah, he's definitely right about the rugby starting out, which basically would be more rugby Australian rules football. We call it Australian rules football because I think, I could be wrong about Arf. this, but I think outside of America, most other people in other countries call it American football. Uh, certainly, like in England and Europe, where football is soccer. Yeah, they probably they probably don't just call it football. Yeah. So to say we invented this and ours is the preeminent version of it, just because it's the most popular in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, soccer is certainly football is certainly more popular outside of America than American football, certain for sure. Yeah, and Americans just stole the word football. Yeah, and yeah, it's we are. We are a bunch of thieves, is what we are. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on from that. Running from the law. You know, running, running from, you know, stuff that we did, running from our past. We had to come over here and start our own country. Well, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying <laughs> we need to stop being so high and mighty and think we know everything. Maybe that's what this Trump administration is going to do, is going to knock us down a peg in terms of how we think about America. Well, that's what I was just going to say. I don't think we're well, um, I don't think we're viewed that high and mighty, or that high at least. I don't think we ever were, is my point. Other countries are like, yeah, this is what we've been saying for years, and now you guys are finally Uh, getting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the amount of people that want to come to this country, though, people want to immigrate to this country. Yes, it's opportunity. Yeah. And no it's longer. in spite of a lot of the people that are here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, I love America, okay. but this trumped-up version of America is ridiculous. Pun intended. Absolutely. Okay. All right. In response to Tony Beeson's jingle last week, Mark Schaefer at mm. Marcus A N D R E A S D C finally got to listen to that podcast. To that podcast and the jingle made me laugh out loud. Thanks, Tony Beeson. Nice. Yeah, it was funny. That was the, the to live and let die. Yeah, live and let die. Yeah. Eat, and it, eat and let eat. Yeah. Okay, of course, we, we have a food topic. Ta- food. Tantake tweeted us a picture and one word of commentary. The word was discuss. And the picture, okay. I'm going to try to describe <laughs> the picture. It was a package of Oreos, and you know how Oreos are packaged, right? With the three rows. Okay, you have about you have about nine hundred and thirty-seven words left. Okay, I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Three rows instead of the three rows of Oreos, they have two rows full of Oreos. The outer rows, the two outside rows, and on mm-hmm. the middle row is salsa. Oh, like they're going to dip Oreos in salsa? Yes. Nah. Uh, uh-uh. no. No. This has to be a joke. Yes. I'd rather eat the Oreos and dip them in nacho cheese than I'd do yeah, this. That's, this that's is actually disgusting. okay. This looks terrible. 
This looks absolutely, no, I can't even look at the picture. And, and why, why is that a problem? Because it's re- it doesn't show someone eating it. It just shows salsa is gross. Salsa between two co- two rows of Oreo cookies is gross to me. Salsa by itself is gross. It's a gross thing. I, I mean, it looks gross. It's tasty. You can eat it. I ate some actually this week that was expired like six, <laughs> six months ago. That accidentally well, did I was you like, get sick? This, this is a little acidic. No, I didn't. Okay, I ate some expired cheese too. I the next day though, I then proceeded to go through my refrigerator and clear out a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, uh, that's a but, smart idea. Yeah, I, it's my fault. But um, yeah, the salsa just looks gross. Well, it kind of does, but I, I'm not a big salsa fan. We did have salsa at game night. I did eat some last week myself. It was not expired. Hmm. What games did you play at game night? I forgot to ask you. Well, we, play, we played catchphrase as a warm-up. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, we had a warm-up game, catchphrase. Ah, we got to warm up for these games. Yep. And we played Taboo, which is my favorite game. Mm-hmm. And then the Hall of Famer brought this game. The Hall of Famer was very excited. Went and bought this game on uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday night. No, Friday night. Game night was Saturday. Went out and bought this game specifically for game night. And it's called the Happy, it's called Happy Salmon. Anita might like it. I've never heard of this. I hadn't either, but the Hall of Famer was very excited about this. Apparently, after school is over on Fridays, some of the teachers stay behind in the teachers' lounge and play this game. Oh no! Oh no! Is right. So the the Hall of Famer was very excited, and we ended with this game. And what it is is really simple. I'll see if I can describe this. It's it's basically you stand. You could sit around the table, but the it was recommended that we stand because it's very active. There are four cards. It's it's a card game essentially. There are four cards. The cards are pound it, which essentially means bump fists. So it's an action game. So you have four directives: pound it, which is apparently fist bump. Um. Switcheroo, which means switch places with the person who also has the same card as you. So if you both have a card that says switcheroo, you move places. So you have to move around the table. And then there's a high five. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then there's happy salmon, which apparently you have to move your hand like a fishtail swimming in the ocean. And so your, your goal is to match another player with the same card and whoever goes through their deck first wins and this game was insane because we were screaming at each other you know you you stand there and scream until someone matches your card so you say pound it pound it pound it pound it pound it and then you finally match somebody you pound it and then switcheroo and then you have to run around the table and emmy was barking at us the entire time it was like a it was like a scene out of some of the, the movies like in Wall, uh, Wall Street with the Wall Street traders all yelling at each other. Speaking of trading places, it was so dumb, but it was also kind of fun. I already hate this. You would not like this game. Oh, this, is, this sounds like torment to me. It was, and I don't, I don't know why we had to scream, but it was very loud. I was going to say, was screaming, was it, it in the was rules? Scream, I don't Apparently that's how the teachers do it. And, you know, we had nine people there, but it was only four of us that played. Um, the other people were just standing around like, oh, my goodness. 
It was yeah. it was how we ended the night, and it it was it was certainly that definitely would energetic. have ended the night for me. Yep. <laughs> it would have ended it. I would have left. Happy salmon. Never heard of it. I don't know that I need to play it again. But the Hall of Famer loved it, so I'm okay with if that yeah. if that made sure. makes her happy. This is a situation where some things are for some people and some things are not yes. for everybody. Uh, but the teachers really like that game. And that's how they wind down on Friday. You know what I do after I'm done working on Friday? I come home. Yeah, I go home. <laughs> yeah. But, you know that. Does the Hall of Famer stay and play with them or has she just seen them play? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. That Well, yeah. The one time and it, the Hall of Famer made a detour on the way home to buy this game. <sighs> Liked yeah, was it this that invented much. by one of those teachers? Is this? <laughs> I, I, I can't. Is this? Is this? You know, subconscious marketing. I would. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if a teacher invented this. Maybe not one of those yeah. teachers, but yeah. Um, and then she got a job. Well, she invented this game, and then she gets jobs at school systems around the country and tries to get them infecting to go this buy game. Her game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but don't knock it till you try it. Maybe you'd like it. Ha- totally. Happy salmon. Oh, the yelling is, I'm out on that. The yelling, it was really loud, and the dog was Mm-mm. barking the whole time. We yeah, were too excited. Been, that would have been it for me right there. We can't even watch, like if we're watching a football game, and I get excited if the Packers score a touchdown and I start screaming, the dog barks. Hmm. Well, not much barking this, this season. <laughs> not for either <laughs> team. The, the Vikings yeah. team, nope. Uh, the wow. Hall of Famers, Vikings. They are not doing well. How you like that, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, they should have kept Case Keenum, in my opinion. Well, yeah. It saved him a lot of money, at least. Same results. Yes, it saved him a ton of money. Uh, yeah, that, that may work out, but... Yeah, well, it's not working out this year. No. Although they did fire their offensive coordinator, so maybe that'll be the trick. Didn't they fire him before that last game, or was it the last after game? It, was after it, after the game? When, oh, okay. yeah, when they lost to Seattle, yeah. Oh, it's the Packers that fired the coach before the last the game. The Packers right? fired their coach, and then they mm-hmm. promptly came out and won. After the guy used two challenges in the first minute of the game, I saw that. I read that. It was like you got to be kidding. I me. saw it live. I, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the other coaches on that staff have to go slow down a little bit. Uh huh. Take it easy. You got 60 minutes here. Slow down. I was, I was so, I was like, what is this dude doing? That sounds like a joke. It's, it does sound like a joke somebody made up. I was like, is this for real? It literally was in the first minute and 15 or minute and a half. Yeah, he uses both, so he has no, ch- and failed both of them, right? He failed both of them. So he has them. no challenges the rest of the game. And to be honest, I think, I think both of them should have been overturned, but... The what are you doing? The key is it needs to be insurmountable evidence or whatever the word they use, not insurmountable. Um, what's the word they use? Incontrovertible. I don't think that's don't the word, but that makes sense. I don't watch football. It's like, yeah, it's, it, is, it does sound like a joke. It was ridiculous. And I had to watch it because, you know, they're my team and they were actually on, which only on in this area because the, the Vikings were on Monday night. Otherwise, I never get to see the Packers because the stupid Vikings. I'm not bitter, though. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, I've got I mean, no. Nothing maybe you else. should live in Wisconsin and not Minnesota. And we are so close the to the border, we should have the opportunity to watch both. You could you could set up your property. Your 400 acres probably stretches into Wisconsin <laughs> at some point. Pretty so you could close. go and set up. 
your second, I'm sorry, be the third house, third guest house at this point uh-huh. in Wisconsin, and you would probably get the Packers yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty close. Just don't take any wood over the border with beetles <laughs> hidden in it. Or, how about, my, or mice in your luggage. How about beetle juice? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got nothing else. Okay, I don't either. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Costume design by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Lighting by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Produced by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Studio design by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. And graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.